Welcome to the Spiritual Life Management Podcast, where we help you bring balance in your life and live to your fullest potential with your host, Gretchen Smith. Hey there, thank you for joining another episode of Spiritual Life Management. This is your host, Gretchen Smith, and I am going solo today. This episode is about coping with negative energies of the election, getting sucked into the media, and how you can cope with the events that have caused us stress or anxiety. I'll give you three proven techniques to help you overcome negative, stressful times that you can use regularly. So this has been quite a week. I mean, an absolute historic week. I actually started recording this on Friday evening on the 6th of November. The election has been going on for some days now. I purposely put off the episode I was going to post for this week. It seems the world is paralyzed by the election and even I have become caught up in the time warp for a bit here and there. My husband just walked into my office exasperated. He works in a demanding job and he has an accelerated master's program that he's going through. He has a lot on his plate. He looked at me tirelessly and said, I wish this whole election thing was over so I could just focus again. And I'm sure many of us feel that same way too, right? Well, rolling back to election day evening, I received a message from a spiritual guru slash mentor of mine who has had thousands of clients. I thought, this must be spam. She wasn't really sending me a message. Why me? But she was. She is a spiritual medium, channel, clairvoyant, intuitive healer, and so on. She honestly is the most gifted spiritual teacher I know of and highly respected. She can do it all, and her accuracy is unbelievable. In her message, she said she was scrolling through her list of students, and out of all of them, seven stood out to her, and I was one. She said she had been hearing from a lot of students and clients that they were incredibly anxious, full of unease. She said I have similar energies and abilities to her, and she wanted to know how I was doing because she wasn't feeling this way for the election. I'm not much of a political person. I definitely have my own views, and I am open-minded to being educated on others as well. However, politics isn't for me. Even prior to this election, I find politics unhealthy with negative energies, hidden agendas, and so on. Politics are a complete drain on my energy and time. I like politics about as much as I like spending time with two toddlers that are throwing tantrums and fighting over toys. But this election, I felt more passion and drive to exercise my right to vote and be part of the herd. My husband and me voted back in October at an early polling site. Election day, I woke up around 4.30 a.m. excited to see what was going to happen. It was going to be history in the making. I just knew it. Yes, I was excited, not anxious or stressed. Basically, I just wanted to see the outcome, regardless of who it was. Yes, I had voted for a particular candidate, and it would be nice if he won, but I wasn't going to be distraught if he didn't. So early that morning, I turned on one of the news channels and just left it on the TV all day as I was going about my day. Well, that was my first mistake. My husband works at home and had TV on in his office too. We were getting the tailgating pregame for the elections. Occasionally, I'd pop into his office and we'd talk the latest polls or about something we'd heard on the news. We were comparing notes and so on. By late afternoon, I was feeling an intense energy. An anxious agitation is the best way I can describe it. Funny thing was, I couldn't put my finger on this feeling. 
I'm a pretty calm person. Even in serious, stressful situations, I'm usually the one telling everyone it will be okay and looking for the silver lining of the worst case scenario. But this feeling was kind of like I knew a train wreck was coming, but I'd be okay. Yet still bracing for the crash, and it might be a total loss. And then it was time. Poles were starting to close. Game time. I'm glued to the TV wondering who's going to win Florida. It just keeps dragging along and along. It's quite a nail biter. I'm thinking, is it ever going to end? And now it's only 7.46 p.m. Central Time. And that's when I get the message from the spiritual teacher on the Pacific Coast. She said, how are you feeling today? I thought, this is weird. Why is she asking me of all people? I follow her and I take some of her classes every now and then, but we don't message each other, ever. I read on. She said, I've been hearing some crazy stories of many people with major anxiety, but I'm not feeling it as much. So I was looking through the list of my students and your name popped out as someone who is similar to my abilities. So I was just wondering, how are you feeling the energy today? She continues. We are both super sensitive, but not so sensitive that we can't handle anything, you know? Well, that's very true of me. She said, just wondering if you're feeling it. Then she said, sorry to bug you. She went on and she said out of 1,797 people on her list, she was called to reach out to me and six others. Well, needless to say, I was shocked that I popped out to her and she wanted to get my take on finding out how I'm feeling the energy. I have always known I felt energies, but not necessarily on her level. I was sort of honored and then instantly embarrassed because I was feeling anxiety and ungrounded. I wrote back and I shared that and I told her how I was feeling, but I also explained that I knew better. I was ungrounded and glued to the elections. You see, I fell into the abyss. I subjected myself to endless hours of media. Media is basically all negative energy. Yes, empaths, intuitives, and regular people feel energy from TV and forms of media. Even on a normal day of news, there is usually only one little segment of good news, usually at the very end of the show. On a normal day, I watch about maybe the first five to ten minutes of news to be informed on the most critical events and then turn it off. I simply want to be informed and then detach from the negative energy. With the elections, I didn't protect myself. I got sucked in. The message I received was right on time. It was the wake up and the moment of self-awareness that I needed. I took a few minutes to gather myself after I received the message. I did a little grounding work, went and got my favorite grounding bracelet, meditated for a few minutes, and felt so much better. I was asking myself, why the heck didn't I do that earlier? I went on a bit only to get sucked back in later that night. Yep, can you believe it? It happened. It happened again. They say the first step is admitting you have a problem. Well, Houston, I have a problem. This cycle repeated itself over the past few days. I'd engage in the news, and I discovered that DirecTV Channel 200 will play four news stations all at once. How cool is that? Not. I'd get so consumed crawl my way out, turn off the TV, go about my day, and then find myself back in front of this again. I was in an ugly cycle. 
Then I attended a meeting. No, it wasn't AA or Newswatchers Anonymous, but a webinar on grounding, cutting ties, and social media imprints. And this was all basically by synchronicities. It just popped up. The timing was perfect. I love how the universe provides in divine timing. I am now refreshed, clear, and I'm back from the dark energies of the news media. We all create our own reality with a little help from the universe. If I watch CNN, Fox and Friends, Newsmax regularly, I might as well have an underground bunker, a burial plot ready, and tons of ammunition because the sky is falling and the world is ending every day, not just election day. Although, they did make it a little bit worse for the elections. But that is not the reality I want, and I'm sure you don't either. Look, Here is what you need to know to survive changing times or difficult times in your life. Focus only on what you can control. Yes, focus on what you can control because you can't control the president, the Senate, or the House. You will be in so much more peace despite the outcome of the elections. When we are worrying, anxious, or stressed out, take a deep breath. Bring yourself back to center and examine what you truly have control over. You can control how you react to situations, your attitude, how you should best spend your time for your highest good, and so on. Remember, you can't control others' behaviors, but you have control over your own response. You may not be able to control people or outcomes, but you can be a role model or a positive influencer. You can control how much media, social media, radio, TV, etc. you are exposed to. After you have identified what you can control, it's time to let go of the rest. You can do this with a little ritual. By mentally visualizing it, that is your worries, Floating up into the sky, into the universe, and say, Universe, I give this to you to take off my plate, and I allow you to work with whatever your worries are, insert your worries, for the highest and best good. It's amazing how good this little practice feels. You will instantly feel lighter. Here is a little quote for inspiration. Incredible change happens in your life. When you decide to take control of what you do have power over instead of craving control over what you don't. Anonymous. Another wonderful thing that you can do is make a plan. Create a plan to keep you relaxed and peacefully engaged in healthy, productive activities. Schedule time to work out or take a walk outside. Eat healthy. Don't get sucked into consuming comfort food or caffeine or alcohol because you are feeling some anxiety. The short-term temporary feeling just isn't worth it. Also, work on a project or take up something meaningful and calming to occupy your time. Avoid people, news, or topics that will require you to engage in heated conversation or topics. Get plenty of sleep or rest and meditate if possible. Get involved and make a difference if there is a cause that has you up at night. 
This is a great way to funnel your energy into a positive way that contributes to a greater good. Another wonderful thing that you can do when you're feeling stressed out or anxious or having a difficult time coping is to be present and be self-aware. When we are consumed by stuff happening in our life like elections, work deadlines, or school projects, and then we go into the abyss, we forget to be present and self-aware. It happens to the best of us, even me. If we frequently take little moments during our day to do a self-check-in and be aware of how we feel, we can make little adjustments to feel better. The key is to adjust before you are overwhelmed with anxiety or stress. It's much harder to get grounded once you've been flooded with negative energy or thoughts. It's very important to be self-aware. It's very important to be present too. Being present is slightly different in regard to more focuses being placed on your thought. Be focused on the present moment. Notice what is happening around you. What thoughts you are thinking. Are they of the present moment? Remember, the past is in the past, so leave it in the past. And the future is a story you are creating in your mind that hasn't happened. It isn't reality. These stories are often fear-based, negative, worst-case scenarios. Future-based anxiety and stress is often like pouring gasoline on a smoldering fire. We all have stories we create. Take a moment and just pause. When was the last time you did this? When was the last time you created a story that wasn't true? I know I can't be the only parent that is laid in bed at night because their child didn't come home on time. Then the next thing you know, I find myself thinking they were in a ditch somewhere. Can you relate? I'm sure you probably had that thought if you're a parent. One thing we can do when these stories creep up on us is ask yourself, is it true? The answer is almost always no. Another technique is to simply acknowledge your thought. See it as just that, a thought, and not reality in the present moment, and let it go. Move on. I spoke to my sister on Friday evening. We are a few days deep into the election drama at this point. She called, and I said, hi, how are you? She said, I'm fine now, better than I was on Tuesday. I said, oh, what happened on Tuesday? She said, uh, the election? Like I've been living under a rock. My mind was somewhere else. Like perhaps something really serious had happened to my niece or nephews. Honestly, my family is much more important to me than an election in the grand scale of life. Personally, I had left the election drama in the past and gave it to the universe. But right off the bat, the topic was back. We chatted a while. She told me she was pretty stressed out of the election. And I told her I was getting ready to prepare a podcast on the topic. Knowing it may be a loaded question, I asked her what was stressing her out so much about the election. I was just curious and I wanted another perspective when I asked. By the way, she's a staunch anti-Trumper. To the point I purposely avoid politics with her because her opinions are so strong and sometimes negative. My sister began to tell me several worst case scenarios if Trump were to be elected. These were mainly stories she had created during her worry sessions. I suppose they could be a reality if he was elected, but slim chance. 
she told me one specific long range, years down the road, worst case scenario. I said, wow, I had never thought about that. Then I thought, wow, how much time the rabbit hole is she spending? Did I spend that much time down the rabbit hole? How about our society? How much time are we all spending wasting coming up with stuff to stress ourselves out with? What type of toll is this taking on our society? I literally just watched hours and hours of four different news channels crunching numbers and creating stories or scenario after scenario after scenario on paths to 270. It was like riding a roller coaster that would never end. Unless you've turned off the TV, of course. Our loved ones are doing the same thing, creating scenarios. Our whole country is vibing off this low energy. By being present in this present moment, by not going down the rabbit hole, by not drinking the Kool-Aid, becoming self-aware, and having a healthy game plan focused on what you can control, our life can be so much more fulfilling and we can create our own reality. Also, this takes practice, but with practice, you will find you can use this in many difficult or stressful situations in life. Even I, who knows better, got stuck in this week's events. So be gentle with yourself. I want to leave you with this wonderful quote. You can influence, direct, and control your own environment. You can make your life what you want it to be. Napoleon Hill So, when you catch yourself becoming anxious or slipping into the abyss of media, worst-case scenarios, current events, or family drama, remember, focus on what you can control. Make a plan. Be present. Be self-aware. Together, with practice and focus, we can flip the energy and be high-fiving. Thanks for listening to the Spiritual Life Management Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please take a moment to like, subscribe, and share. It really helps us reach more listeners. If you want to connect, please drop your comments below or visit GretchenSmithCoaching.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at Gretchen Smith Coaching or Facebook at Spiritual Life Management. Additional information on this episode can be found below in the show notes.